This is Emmanuel God with us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to our Lord's house this morning as we gather together for worship. The first hymn we're going to sing is Crown Him with Many Crowns. of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities, with which I have ever offended you, and justly deserved your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God to all of you. And in the stead, by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We sing together. I'm going to read our epistle for today in place of our Old Testament reading because it fits well together with our gospel reading. The epistle is written in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. St. Paul writes, For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, 
But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world did not know God through wisdom, it pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. For Jews demand signs and Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and folly to Gentiles. But to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God, for the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the fifth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. On one occasion, while the crowd was pressing in on Jesus to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw two boats by the lake. But the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. But at your word, I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish and their nets were breaking. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. We sing together our next song. text for this morning is a portion of our gospel reading these words. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. But at your word, I will let down the nets. These are the words of our text. God's grace and his mercy and his peace be multiplied to you now and forever through Jesus Christ, our Lord. 
Amen. A nuclear reactor is melting down. Warning bells are sounding. A man barks out orders. People jump into action at his command. Buttons are pushed. Levers are thrown. And it works. The disaster is stopped. Cheers erupt. And one of the workers hugs the man. And then looks at him and says, Are you new to the team? And the man says, Well, actually, I'm with the tour group. But I did sleep at a Holiday Inn Express last night. (laughs) Have you ever had someone tell you how to do your job? How well does that go over? They have absolutely no experience with your job, but they think they are an expert in your field. And they tell you what you're doing wrong. And they know how to do it best. And they tell you. Peter is an expert in his field. He is a tried and tested fisherman. He has years of experience Under his belt, he's weathered the storms and failures. He's celebrated the perfect night. He's brought in the big haul of fish. He's distinguished himself among the men who make a living on the Sea of Galilee. He's had his picture on the front cover of Fisherman's Monthly. Other fishermen ask Peter for advice. And when Peter speaks, people listen. Peter knows his job. He knows that the best time to fish is at night, near the shore, in the shallow waters of the Sea of Galilee. Peter knows what he is doing. Last night was a bad night for Peter. He worked hard, blistered his hands, broke his back, tried everything he knew, and caught nothing. No fish to eat, no fish to sell, disappointed, broke, and worn out. The nets are torn. And Peter just wants to fix the nets and get some sleep. He will try for a catch tonight. Jesus is teaching the crowd along the shore of the Sea of Galilee. And Jesus is good at what he does. And when Jesus speaks, people listen. And this day, The crowd of people is huge. And there are so many people pressing in on Jesus that they can't hear what Jesus is saying. And so Jesus gets into Peter's boat and they push the boat out into the water. And the water acts like a microphone and amplifies the voice of Jesus. And the people stand along the shore and they can hear what the Lord is saying. And Peter's multitasking. He's 
mending his nets, and at the same time, Peter is listening to Jesus while Jesus is teaching the crowd. And St. Luke tells us what happens. And when Jesus had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Peter knows this is a recipe for disaster. Daytime fishing in deep water on the Sea of Galilee produces no fish, bloody hands, sore backs, no sleep, and a longer night ahead of you tonight. This is a bad idea. And Peter knows it. And Peter objects. St. Luke says, And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. Peter busted his back all night. He fished at just the right time, in just the right water, in just the right place. And he didn't make a catch. And now Jesus tells him how to do his job. He tells him to go back out at the wrong time, in the wrong place, in the wrong water, for a catch. So what does Peter do? He listens to Jesus. He obeys what Jesus says. He does what Jesus tells him to do. Peter goes against everything he knows and all of his years of experience. And Simon answers, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word, I will let down the nets. Peter takes his boat out into the deep water during the day in the wrong place, and he lets down his nets because Jesus told him to do it. And when they had done this, they caught a large number of fish, and their nets were breaking. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. In a no-win situation, with a recipe for disaster and a guarantee of frustration and failure, Jesus provides abundantly. Isn't that the way of Jesus? Think about Good Friday. Jesus says the Son of Man must go to Jerusalem and die. It's a no-win situation. It's a recipe for disaster, a guarantee of death, a colossal failure, and yet in this way, Jesus provides for you abundantly. He provides abundant forgiveness for all of your sins. The cross, as St. Paul says in today's epistle, the cross is complete foolishness. It's like fishing in the wrong waters. Complete foolishness in the eyes of of the world. And yet, through the cross and through death, Jesus destroys death and provides life and salvation for you and me.
in the kingdom of God. What shouldn't work does work amazingly and abundantly. I think about the words of St. Paul. Paul describes God. He writes a word of praise to our Lord and listen to what Paul says. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, Paul says, be praise and honor and glory. To God who is able to do far more than we think he is able to do, we bring our praises to him. Isn't this the way of God? He's always doing the impossible, isn't he? A virgin conceives the Son of God. Jesus turns water into wine. He feeds thousands with morsels of food. He uses spit and mud to give sight to a blind man. He uses death to defeat death, and he raises himself from the dead. This truth that God is able to do the impossible, for that's what the angel Gabriel said to Mary, nothing is impossible with God. This truth about God makes you and me eager. It makes us eager to trust Jesus when we face seemingly impossible situations in our life. Situations that seem hopeless to us, we know have hope in Christ. Our God-given faith, like Peter's, lays hold of the word of God and believes what Jesus says. Peter said, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. But at your word, I will let down the nets. In the face of impossibility, faith says, but at your word, Jesus, at your word, Jesus, I believe, and I will let down the nets. At your word, that is the cry of the faith that dwells in your heart and mine, isn't it? At your word, Jesus, at your word, I believe that I am saved by grace alone, through faith alone, that rests upon Scripture alone. For you, O Lord, have said, for it is by grace you are saved, and this not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. At your word, Jesus, at your word, I will bring my newborn child to the waters of holy baptism. For you, Jesus, have said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. Baptism now saves you. The promise is for you and your children. Go and baptize all nations. At your word, at your word, Jesus, I will kneel at the communion rail and I will receive your body and blood into my mouth. For Jesus, you have said, take eat, this is my body given for you. Take drink, this is my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. At your word, at your word, Jesus, I will obey your commandments. For you, O God, have said, love me with all of your heart and soul and mind and love your neighbor as yourself. 
At your word, Jesus, I will confess my sins. For you, O Lord, have said, I will forgive your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. At your word, Jesus, I will confess my faith in you. For you, O Lord, have said, Whosoever confesses me before men, I will confess him before my Father who is in heaven. At your word, O Lord, I will teach others, and I will go and make disciples of all nations. For you have said the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. And at your word, O Lord, at your word I will confidently close my eyes in death. For you, O Jesus, have said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. And St. Luke writes, And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. But at your word, I will let down the nets. And when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed Jesus. At your word, Lord Jesus, at your word, I will do what you say. At your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus our Lord to life everlasting. Amen. And let us pray. Almighty God, we give thanks for all your goodness and bless you for the love that sustains us from day to day. We praise you for the gift of your Son, our Savior, in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, for your Holy Church, for the means of grace, for the lives of all faithful and just people, and for the hope of the life to come. Help us to treasure in our hearts all that you have done for us and enable us to show our thankfulness in lives that are wholly given to your service. Lord, in your mercy, save and defend your whole church purchased with the blood of Christ. Strengthen your faithful people through the word and the holy sacraments, making them perfect in love and in all good works, and establishing in them the faith once delivered to the saints. Lord, in your mercy. Send the light of your truth into all of the earth. Raise up faithful servants of Christ to advance the gospel both at home and in distant lands. Lord, in your mercy. Preserve our nation in justice and honor, that we may lead a peaceable life with integrity. Grant health and favor to all who bear office in our land, especially the President and Congress of the United States, the Governor and Legislature of our state, and all those who make, administer, and judge our laws. Help them to serve this people according to your will and free our land from this pandemic, Lord, in your mercy. Take from us all hatred and prejudice. Give us the spirit of love and order our days in your peace. Prosper the labor of those who work to bring peace and justice to the nations of the world, that mutual understanding and common endeavor may be increased among all peoples. Lord, in your mercy. 
bless the schools of the church and all colleges, universities, and centers of research, and those who teach and work in them. Grant your wisdom in such measure that people may serve you honorably in the church and state, and that our common life may be conformed to the ways of your word and your truth, Lord, in your mercy. Sanctify our homes with your presence and bless them with joy. Keep our children in the covenant of their baptism and enable their parents to bring them up in lives of faith and devotion. Unite the members of all families in a spirit of affection and service that they may show your praise in our land and in all the world, Lord, in your mercy. Let your blessing remain upon seed time and harvest, the commerce and industry, the leisure and rest, the arts and culture of our people. Take under your special protection those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and be with all who put their hands to any useful task. Give them the just rewards for their labor, and the knowledge that their work is a blessing in your sight, Lord, in your mercy. By your word and Holy Spirit, comfort all who are in sorrow or need, sickness or adversity. Be with those, O Lord, who suffer persecution for the faith. Have mercy upon all those who suffer in any way. Bring consolation to those in sorrow, and grant to all a measure of your love, taking them into your tender care, Lord, in your mercy. Today, O Lord, we remember with thanksgiving those who have loved and served you in your church on earth and who now rest from their labors. Keep us in fellowship with all your saints and bring us at last to the joys of your heavenly kingdom, Lord, in your mercy. All these things and whatever else you know that we need, grant us, Father, for the sake of your Son who died and rose again, and who now lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Jesus, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Thank you for listening to Emmanuel God With Us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen.